Good afternoon, passengers. This is Captain Bot 6000. The last man on Earth sat alone in a room. There was a knock on the door. Well, at least the gruesome monster is polite. Have a nice flight. Always is my ghost Cameron. How are you doing today, honey? Boo, boo. <laughs> there you go. Boo. <laughs> You're not very scary. Uh, not no. very scary. No. What kind of ghost would you want to be if you came back? Um, like, what do you mean? Like, what like, would you be like a poltergeist? Like a scary ghost? Like a scary ghost? I'd be a Victorian bride ghost. <laughs> yeah, it's the best kind of ghost to be. <laughs> Something like clad in white or gray that yeah. stands at the top of stairs. I'd be the annoying ghost who just, like, shuts off lights. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or, or turn on the oven. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, a, <laughs> that's an interesting thing. So we're, we're in the thick of it now. Yeah. We're into Halloween month. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's not feeling too halloween yet. To no, me. I'm excited about Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Time to skip Halloween and Thanksgiving now. Retailers have. So Retailers why have. We? Why shouldn't we? I don't know. It's sad because we used to really, really be into Halloween. Well, Halloween has gotten so commercial. Lame. It's like the normies got into it. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, and it's that's like been when so everyone fun. started like in the cure, except for. <laughs> yeah, when everybody gets in on it, then it's like, oh, it's uh, no fun. You guys know we're supposed to be worshiping pagan gods now, right? It's supposed to be weird. It's for the weirdos. It's and like for the, the normies got into it, and then it made it just bland. Then it just made it so blah. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm not I'm not a fan, so it hasn't really been like... Yeah. I mean, I've been trying to watch some Halloween-type movies, mm-hmm. but I'm not feeling it like I normally do. I mean, we set up all of our exterior decorations last week yes. and watched Boo Fest. Yes. Uh, Curious George's Boo Fest mm-hmm. because it is the very best Halloween thing it's literally, ever. It's literally the first Halloween thing we watch pretty much every year. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the thing, which we haven't even watched this. Year. I know, because you made me watch <laughs> Friday the 13th. <laughs> well, it's important to see new things. We can still watch the thing. Yeah, I know, but we kind of can't because, like, I'm dedicating time to watch movies with the boys. Yeah, and we're gonna watch Tremors with them, and we yeah. watch and we watch Cowboys and Aliens with them yesterday. Yesterday, yeah. I didn't think our ten year old would like it. Nah, he People loved it. Loved it. I'm disappointed with the sexism and racism. It's yeah. problematic, it's... but overall, it's yeah. fun and dumb. I know? mean, it's problematic in the sense that, like, pretty much anything made earlier than 10 years ago yeah. <laughs> has problematic elements. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. you either just got to accept it or you don't. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because otherwise you're just not going to watch anything older. Yeah, than we you. had to go through because occasionally he'd be like, what's a whore? <laughs> there was like a whole thing <laughs> where this guy just said, probably says whore like 50 times. 15 times in a row. And then like two minutes later, and I was just waiting for it. I was yeah. sitting there. Yeah, I was gonna, too. Gonna I was ask, like, he's going to ask. He's going to ask. Mommy. What's a whore? 
Because clearly this guy got shot over using that word. So yeah. what is that word? What is that word? That I you need say? to know. Yeah. It, well, and like it just seeing like an indigenous person die in service yeah. of the white man's care. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm much more attuned to finding those things yeah. now, I yeah. think, which is great. It's, yeah. It's, it's, good. it's, it's really good. Definite progress. It's a good thing. And so like on the one hand, you're like, well, this is a very, I think it was a very affecting scene, yeah. but it is also... An indigenous person dying yeah. for the sake of another... For a, the for sake a, of the white man to old, learn a lesson. An old white man to learn and to yeah. grow. And it's like, well, that's kind of bullshit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what else have we uh, been watching in the meantime? We've watched... Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. I have to I have to be honest here. And I have to tell oh, about my newest addiction. Oh. And how... How and how, now what? This? Now, guys... <laughs> you fed Not only did I ditch work... Like an entire day. Now I'm f-ing behind on all my projects. Like way behind. <laughs> Losing just a day, a day put me at least five days behind. Right. <laughs> I spent cash money on this. This is like you could have cash gone, money. You went behind the convenience store, <laughs> pulled out the Apple TV app, <laughs> and paid cash money for for season three because I had binge season <laughs> ones and twos. <laughs> Of the Secret Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> yes, you may recall. Yes, you may recall me making fun of this. About the people who talk about that. We need guns to shoot. I these don't know spirits. science, but I know feelings. By season three, we're like, yes, dragon. Yes. 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 <laughs> I understand your feelings, and there's science to prove it. We understand. Dragon. We got to we got to see UAPs. Like this is documented evidence now, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was just really excited about all of the science and experiments that they were doing, and I could not stop watching it. I literally could not stop. And when we got to the end of season two, I was livid because I didn't have any more. Right. And you were like, "Oh no, season three just came out, but yeah. you'd have to buy it." And I was like, "Buy it! <laughs> buy it now! Buy it!" So we spent the money so and we, we watched money. all that too. No, I do binged it in one day because, like, a lot of these like ghost hunter shows mm-hmm. or monster hunter shows or U- UFO yeah. hunter shows. A lot of times, like, what you find in them is they'll be like, "What's that noise? There's something over there." Yeah. And then you're like, "Let's go back to home base and we'll talk about it." And it's yeah. like, "No, no, no. explore go- that noise." And in this one, Tra- that's exactly Travis what they Taylor, do. He's an astrophysicist. Like, he's an astrophysicist. He's a real astrophys- legit astrophysicist. And he'll actually yell at the people. He's like, "Stop looking at the." UFO. Get the science on this. <laughs> and start taking recordings. Yeah. Like, get the documentation. Because, you know, we can say all we want. We've seen this thing. Yeah. But unless we have the evidence to back it up. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Now, what, is the show good? I, I mean... I love it. I love it so hard. I love it so hard. I cannot stop watching it. You're not going to... You're not going to... You can't stop, won't stop. And what's crazy is, like, all of these experiments build on top of each other. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the first season, you kind of have your rinky-dink yeah. kind of experiments going mm-hmm. on because they don't really know what they're doing. Yeah, you know, they're yeah. just kind of looking for That things. was the one where they were like, you can't dig, and he's like, what the hell am I doing here if I can't do science? If Yeah, if I can't even test the ground. Yeah. For radiation or whatever. By season three, by season like, three, there are like legit lasers and rockets and GPS and um, digging the ground. They're actually digging in the ground and finding rare elements like tellurium and uranium, Europium. Yeah, Europium and all of these rare elements that are used for 
metal on reentry. Yeah, it's a, for it's rockets for protect uh, yeah. a rocket reentry, and they found it inside of a inside mesa. inside the mesa, and, and it's extremely rare. And according a, to a doctor who's an expert in his field, mm-hmm. uh, he was like, "No, these had been fused together." Yeah, and so that's either the cause of an asteroid impact, which. It's more than likely because there is an actual asteroid impact there. Mm -hmm. Or it's man-made. Yeah. Or Uh, something made. Something made. And then there's also this weird space in the sky that nothing can go through. Yeah. That throws off all their readings. Mm -hmm. And it looks like there's like a legit hole there of some kind. Well, the big big theory right now is it's some sort of portal to a different dimension. Yeah. So there's that. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the one that they're most settled on. But, well, I can see where they're going with this because those UAPs do seem to come out and then disappear going back in. Yeah. So I get it. UAPs, guys, if you don't know, are unexplained aerial phenomena. Yeah. Because they had to rebrand for the crazy. Well, because those are different. Because the phenomena is unexplained. However, a UFO is a flying object. Like we know it's an object. Like that we know is it's flying. an object that's flying. Well, Whereas they, a U- UAP, we don't know orb. that's an object. It's just an orb, or you know, it's yeah. it's unexplained. Yeah, because he does say at one point yeah. he's like, "We've upgraded this from a UAP to, to a, a UFO, UFO because it has definite edges." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's where we've been. Yeah, that's what I've been doing and obsessing over. Mm-hmm. Uh, still watching She-Hulk. Oh, Last yeah, that was fabulous. was fantastic. We saw the triumphant return of Char- Charlie Cox as Daredevil. Now, you'd never seen Daredevil, so this is your first experience with Charlie Cox as Daredevil. I loved him in this. Yeah, and you liked him in that suit. Oh, damn, I liked him in that suit. <laughs> <laughs> and... and uh, uh, watched a, a, a full peanut hamper episode of Yeah, that was crazy where she had sex with an owl. <laughs> with a sexy owl man. They gave him, like, muscles. He the was ribs. <laughs> that was a really good one. That was nuts. Um, it was crazy. And we've seen the penultimate episode of Rings of Power. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, which we were busting out laughing when they were like, this isn't the Southlands anymore. What do we call it? And then the map term comes up and it goes, more do I? <laughs> we're like, no shit. Like, <laughs> I was so dumb. It was so dumb. I was laughing way too hard. It's so dumb. But again, like. But that's, that's why I like... love it is because we can laugh at it. Yeah. I love being able to make fun of it whatever I'm watching. It brings me joy to be yeah. able to like laugh at these things. Yeah. We have not continued with Andor. Nope. However, I have a review from a certain David Crosby of Crosby, Stills, and Nash. <laughs> nice. And The Birds. Okay. Who said, those of us who love the original Star Wars have been waiting, watching each spinoff come out, hoping. And finally, Andor, writing a plot, actors, good ones, so delicious. Please give us more, lots more. This is high grade. Is he still on acid? Yeah, well, I think he's mostly acid. <laughs> I don't know. That's like that I, review is nuts. <laughs> those of you who like Andor, that's what you sound like. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I just it doesn't do anything it just, for me. Yeah, no, it's not for me. It doesn't do anything for me. Not for me. Unfortunately, I mean, I wish it did. Uh, uh, we do have a bit of a um. Not a correction, a clarification. Okay. From one cam from Japan regarding <laughs> uh-huh. Friday the Thirteenth. Ah. Basically, Jason was not helping. Okay. His mother. Okay. Well, who was? 
she's just no, no, no. I need to see her diesel then. Yeah. I need to see her diesel. That, that, that sweater. She, <laughs> that sweater was hiding all of her muscles. yoked under that sweater. <laughs> no, Swole. No, so basically what I've learned from uh, uh, Monsieur Cam from Japan yeah. uh, is that um, Friday the 13th was originally envisioned as an anthology series. Okay. Which makes sense, because it also makes sense in terms of Friday the 13th as a title. Mm. It's just like an omen, kind of a creepy-sounding thing, right. but it doesn't really have anything to do Because I was like, where's all my Templar paraphernalia? Yeah, exactly. So it's just sort of supposed to be like a creepy thing. Right. And each movie was supposed to be completely standalone. Okay. So think of this movie as its own thing, and the boy who jumps out of the water at the end mm-hmm. is just a surprise scare. It wasn't supposed to go anywhere from that. It was just supposed to be like, ooh, that was weird. Oh, then, I thought she was just having nightmares because she was sick. No, no, sick. She, that Because she was traumatized. That happens to her. What? <laughs> I thought that was a dream she was having because she's traumatized. Yeah, so, so basically, if Friday the 13th Part 2... So some kid jumps out of the lake mm-hmm. and takes her down. But how does she get back in the boat? She doesn't because the people say they fish her out of the lake. So she was just in the lake. Drowning or? Mostly. Wow, what a blank they left there. <laughs> right. So, so basically, part two was like not necessarily supposed to have anything to do with that. Yeah. But then they, with the success of the first one, they were like, well, let's bring in this Jason guy. And so they kind of like skipped the fact that that was like a little kid in the water yeah. and made it a huge, bulky mountain person. <laughs> and then that was supposed to be the end of Jason uh-huh. at the end of that one. Uh-huh. But again, it was so popular. So then they all just became about Jason. Okay. Whereas like um, in Halloween, now, it how are, to be the same way. How are, these, be... how are these named? Is it Friday the 13th 2 or Friday the 14th? Part 1, Part 2, Part 3, Part 4. Oh, they, they, they're, not, they're not moving... They're not moving the day for like Saturday the fourteenth, Sunday the fifteenth. No, 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 no. In fact, I actually watched. I read a Wikipedia thing, and yeah. like the original movies actually take place on like a Tuesday. It's like <laughs> Tuesday the thirteenth or something, because with our <laughs> our knowledge of dates and stuff that right. we do on our phones and stuff now, someone went back and realized there was not a Friday the thirteenth that would have corresponded. Oh, come <laughs> off it. Oh, my God. So they, Figure out something else to do with your life. So they were like, so like, unless it's in an alternate dimension where... Oh, f*** <laughs> off. <laughs> God. But, but no, the actual movies, though, are supposed to, like... I think it's supposed to take place on Friday the 13th, the first movie. Right. But the second movie takes place... Like, two months later. Oh, okay. And then the next movie takes place, like, does, a day after that. So those are actually, like... Does anybody other than the little boy who's now grown Diesel... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does anybody else come back, like, the, the live girl, Mrs. Voorhees? Uh, well, I guess we'll have to watch part two for that. Ah, balls. <laughs> You've just committed yourself to Nuts. the series. That's what I get for asking questions. That's what you get. Don't ask questions. That's Don't ask questions. That This here's the lesson, guys. <laughs> Don't ask questions. Don't, don't <laughs> think about nothing. Uh, but for today, we watched the latest Mike Flanagan Netflix joint. Yeah, yeah. Called Midnight Club. Mm-hmm. Would you like to give us a show synopsis of yeah. Midnight Club? The Midnight Club follows a group of five terminally ill patients at Brightcliff Hospice who begin to gather together at midnight to share scary stories. Well, I can already tell you there's more than five of them, so I can assume that a couple of them are going to drop. Yeah, a few <laughs> of them are going to drop dead any second now. <laughs> any second now. Which is, makes it, okay, which makes it a difficult watch. Like a little, yeah. bit, of, a little bit of like a, I guess a trigger warning. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. This show is about terminally ill kids. 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 Like it was, it was pretty tough. I'm as, not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. It was, it was t- hard to watch. As a parent, yeah, it's not fun. to no. watch. Not fun to think about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not to say we should hide from no. these things, but I'm just saying, be prepared if you have kids yeah. and you're watching this. Mm-hmm. It is about kids with terminal diseases that yeah. are going to die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, They're, they like have a set my... amount of time left. It's it's hard. Yeah, like it's our main hard. character girl is basically given like she might live a year. There's yeah. no way she's There's living. No two. way she's getting to 20. Yeah, she's not she's 18. She's not getting she to 20. She just turned 18. Yeah. After like, 9 months of chemo. Yeah. So that's kind of like the background of this. So if that's mm-hmm. something that you think might be too upsetting for you. Yeah, you I might want to give this a pass. You might want to just right off the top, you might want to give it a pass. Yeah. This was released October 7th, 2022. The number one song is right now is Bad Habit by Steve Lacey. Mm-hmm. And the number one movie is Smile, which I haven't even watched the trailer for, but it looks creepy as hell. Well, it's called Smile. Yeah. And it's like all these people with their like crazy like rictus grins. <laughs> which reminds me mm-hmm. of this show that we just watched. They all had the smiling people in the windows too. Smiling, smiling people creepy. are fucking creepy, especially when they're all standing there not doing anything but and smiling, smiling at you. Yeah, man, that's fucking creepy. Yeah, I mean, like we should. Smiling is not attractive. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know. This is true. In I, in I in the truth. wilderness and wildlife, if you're burying your teeth in a smile or a grin, that is a sign of aggression to mm-hmm. animals, and they will attack you. Well, and and then in your line of profession, you get authors who are like, "I want a sexy guy who's smiling." Yeah, yeah. And those don't exist <laughs> because they well, all look I like- make them exist. I have to piece together new f- smiles on dudes. I I have to like make a monster. <laughs> they, 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 well, well, because people who smile in pictures mm-hmm. typically either look uncomfortable, yeah, goofy, yeah, or like a serial killer, like serial killer, especially since they're supposed to be holding swords. And in this one, an axe. Yeah. So Im- imagine a person with big <laughs> muscles, a giant axe over their head with a smile. With a smile. Now, that so, is manic. So what I've been doing in order to make it not look like a serial killer mm-hmm. is I have them like leaning on the axe or like leaning on the sword, keeping the sword point down. Down, yeah. yeah. Because if it's raised and they're smiling, that's <laughs> fucking terrifying. That's terrifying. That's terrifying. Do you have any? Did you have any predictions for Midnight Club? You had no idea what this. Was I about. had no idea, guys. I had no idea. I hadn't even seen a trailer or the actors yeah. in it, so I had no idea. It was just based on the title, The Midnight Club. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that in mind. <laughs> a creepy yet fun show about a dumb group of adults who sacrifice each other to some lost to time pagan god for eternal life. It still has time to do that. It still has time to do it. It still has plenty of time. The Midnight Club. The Midnight Club. Uh, my prediction, uh, Haiku, mm-hmm. says, Night peeks, shadows creep. Ooh. A sluggish nightscape unfurls. Mm. Ghosts dwell in shadows. Nice. Wow, I had shadows wow. twice in there. That's excellent because this one, you know, he's always got something fun happening. Going on in the background. And he's very creative. Uh, the, yeah, the Mike yeah, he's extremely creative. And in this one, it's all about shadow play. So make sure you have your blackout curtains closed uh, so that you can see all of the different shadows moving. Yes. It is very cool. Yes. Yeah, I like the, the shadow stuff yeah, in this. Yeah, I do too. I'll uh, probably just keep watching for the shadows. I don't... Uh, mm. 
Yeah, we can get into that when we actually okay. talk about the show <laughs> a little bit more. It, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be a toughie. It's yeah, be because it is really good, but it's also these are kids with terminal diseases. I don't really want to see them die. And like you know, it's though, it's I think one thing show... one, watching dumb teenagers die, like like Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, because they're dumb. Because they're dumb. I actually uh, like these kids. I like all the actors. Yes, in this I do show. too. I like these kids. I don't want them getting hurt, and I definitely don't want them dying to cancer. Like I like you know, the actors, I, and I like their characters. Like yeah. I like both. I'm like. I don't want to see bad. I don't want to see bad things happen to my baby. Yeah, I don't want to see anything bad happen to them. Yeah. They are already living through some horrifying stuff. Yeah, I they're think... dealing with seriously heavy issues, and I really don't need them to deal with ghosts. Yeah, I, I... you know, or whatever else is going to take place. I just, I, I, it's, it's tricky for me, guys. It's, it's, tr- it's tricky. I. Now, what I'm going to say is I think the show is going to end up having a good philosophy yeah. for all of this. Yeah. But it might take some doing to get there. Yeah. So. I think you're going to have to walk through a lot of sticky stuff. I think I think there's a very good possibility there will be a positive message at the end of all this. I hope this. so. Because like, even like uh, Dr. Stanton, the mm-hmm. doctor who runs this hospice for, for kids, mm-hmm. she's she talks about how. When we have a terminal illness, the language we use is always like battle. We're going to yeah. fight this war on this drug. It's, mm-hmm. it's a battle for our life. And she is saying, I want to give you the freedom to walk off the battlefield. Just enjoy yeah. what life you have. Yeah. You don't have to fight. And like, I think there might be something there. Yeah. I don't necessarily agree with what she was saying necessarily either. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't necessarily sound like she was like saying give up. No. But it was more like an appreciation of what time you have i guess i guess but it but it, it's episode one and i'm sure that um, i'm sure it's gonna be fleshed out a little bit more hasn't been fleshed out completely yeah yet. so i think there is a possibility that there could be almost a positive message mm-hmm. in all of this mm-hmm. but obviously it's episode one you don't yeah. expect to, you don't expect to get you can't have that resolution in ep- episode one yeah you know so you're gonna have to i think work to get there yeah right? In the meantime, I had also no clue what this show was about. All I knew <laughs> was it was Mike Flanagan. We yeah. liked his other shows. Yeah. It was a horror show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had zero idea what to do in terms of facts. Because okay. I'm like, because I didn't, I also didn't want to learn too much about it either. Yeah. Because I didn't want to spoil it for right. myself. So, um, like, it's not something that's, like, necessarily in the synopsis that you read. Like, yeah. Like, I'm like, what am I supposed to do? Read a ghost story on the podcast? Like, that's dumb. <laughs> So <laughs> and there she was. Oh God, we're doing another quiz. <laughs> I'm okay. so sorry. <laughs> okay, which horror movie character are you? Ooh, okay. See, hi. All right, that sounds a little fun. This will be fun. All right, all right. This will be fun. So let's start. This is on Play Buzz. One of the maybe the good one. I don't know. It's... I don't remember which one is the one that's garbage. Just absolute garbage. We there's have there's, no there's like of two that. of them that are absolute garbage. We have no memory of that, so we have no way of protecting ourselves against. There's oh, no, no way of warding that evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a creepy picture. Oh, I'm looking at Chucky. Oh, uh, I have to hit. Let's start. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, that is a creepy picture. Is that from a movie? Because I don't recognize that, and that is creepy. What I'm looking at is a black and white etching <laughs> of people, like a family with their eyes 
blotted out. Yeah. It's pretty pretty, pretty Well, you've got you got to cut the eyes out so they don't watch what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. I it's, mean, that's why all of our, all of our pictures have that done. All of them. <laughs> I mean, that's just natural. Weird. You got to scratch out the eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want them looking at me. Yeah. Which <laughs> word most describes our family? Hmm. Is it odd, ordinary, dysfunctional, deceased? What the fuck? <laughs> I would guess odd. You think we're odd? Well, out of all of those, we're definitely not ordinary. We're now, definitely or, not Ordinary is creepy. Ordinary is fucking creepy. There was a family growing up mm. w- that I knew that we used to call them, like, it, their son, uh, I won't use anyone's name, but their son was a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. But they had such a functional family that it was dysfunctional. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we used to call them the Cleaver families because mm-hmm. it was just, uh, from Leave it to Beaver, for people yeah. who don't know. Like, because they were so, like, dinner's at six and we sit together and we eat dinner together right. and like way to go champ and like you know sports Weird. star son and that's super creepy <laughs> you know like and like academically great and like it just i feel we're like we're more the monsters or the adams family we'd be better off like that i think i think that's i think more, that's more our speed yeah. i mean we're not we're not goth but we're we're not we could be goth if we tried <sighs> here's the thing we're so not normal our kids get complimented on how well-behaved they are. We don't know why. And people want to buy them gifts because they're so well-behaved. We went to a store the other day where <laughs> someone was like, your kids are so well-behaved. Next time they come in, I'd like to buy them a gift. What? What? That is weird. That is so weird. We get that all the time whenever we go anywhere with them. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. It's nuts. This is fact. Yeah. That's it, how well-behaved they are. It's creepy. So it's got to be weird. That's what makes us odd. We're okay. odd. What eye color do we have? Brown. Yeah, brown. That's easy. Yeah. Well, are they going to choose which monster I am because I have brown eyes? Seriously? <laughs> Ooh, what's this? What is going on with these pictures? I don't know. What image feels most comfortable to you? We have a cabin in the Ooh, woods. Ooh, with scorpions. A schoolroom. A schoolroom. No. A ramshackle barn? <laughs> or no, a farmhouse? No, no. It's, it's a farmhouse that's collapsing. Yeah, ramshackle. Yeah, ramshackle. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, Autumn Road. Oh, I like that. Street. Ooh, balloons. Ooh, oh, God, no, no balloons in a city. No, no I'm going on them. Autumn. We're going to get the same damn thing. Well, I can't help we have the same eye color. <laughs> <laughs> oh, death is pointing at me. Uh-oh. He said, how would you describe yourself? As quiet, judgmental, childish, funny, strange, curious. Now, when you say curious, do you mean I have... A propensity to learn new things, or I am like kind of weird, and someone would be like, "That man, that is man curious. is curious." <laughs> like, I, whenever I look at him, I think of a million different questions because he's so fucking curious. <laughs> yeah, is that what they mean by that? I don't know. Um, well, I'm definitely not quiet. I hmm, probably judgmental. <laughs> you're probably judgmental, maybe. I guess. What am I? Am I? What am I? Strange, quiet, curious. You're funny. But you're also childish. <laughs> um, I'll say I'm curious. What What do I go? I'm going strange. Because I don't judge people for the fetishes. Yeah. You like them for that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's weird shit. No, good you're, for you. You're one of my people. Good for you. That's cool. That's cool. You're into that. Interesting. <laughs> Talk about that. That dude's a Expand freak. On that. <laughs> Are you social? Yes no. or no? No. No. <laughs> It's Friday night. What are you doing? With the family, clubbing, nothing, sleeping, Ooh. studying, board game. Uh, with the family, doing nothing and sleeping. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. I'm... So. Uh... I mean, like, what do you mean by nothing? Well, board games. Well, could nothing. Be video, video nothing games, is like but... chilling. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. just kind of relaxing. You know, like my Friday nights are special to me. I'm, I'm because I, I just do nothing. Even when, it, even when I was age appropriate to go clubbing, I never really liked it. Mm, it was let's like, see. It was well, thing, I would like, do it with, with my friends. It, and... Yeah, I would go out, but I mean, like, yeah, but now, I hated it. <laughs> I do not enjoy it. So I'm, I'm with the family right now. I guess you're with the family. Right now. Seriously. We're going to get the same monster. All right. Here's your favorite music genre. We got the fan of the opera, like, rocking out. <laughs> other? I'm going to go other. Pop, metal, classical, techno, country. Put all of those together and add a folk tinge to it, and that's my kind of that's, music. That's yours. Wow. They don't even have, like, rock. I'm going or other. Or punk or anything. It's pop, metal, Because I also classical, love opera. Techno, country. <laughs> what are you going with? Well, I kind of want to go other, but you keep picking. Go other. Okay. We're going to be the same person, though. Are you an overthinker? No, but you are. <laughs> yes, I am. Pick an animal. Pick an Ooh, an an- what oh, the- what oh. is... That is the grossest Photoshop I've ever seen oh, in my, my entire okay, effing life. describe, there is a bald man with a tribal tattoos going up his neck. For all intents and purposes, he's normal until you look at his snogs. Where they pay they, because they put a dog's muzzle there. Like, is that supposed to be a werewolf? You, you're attracted to werewolves, is that? <laughs> no, that does not turn me on. Okay, animal, rabbit, cat, tarantula, pig, lamb, rat, Blech. dog. Well, pig. I like pigs. I'm gonna go cat. Okay, I'm calculating results. Calculating results. I don't know how you can figure out who I am from those. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> we get the same guy. I hope not. Is it an an- you... animate object that kills people? No. Oh. We you... we got we got different ones. Oh, mine mine scrolled all the way down. Yeah, okay, do you want me to go first? Yes, go first. Fuck. <laughs> You're I'm fuck. You are the embodiment of. <laughs> if there was, it would be me. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Go ahead. I am. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Hannibal Lecter. Oh my! You know what? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love eating people. <laughs> Congratulations! You are one of the smartest psychopaths out there. Congrats! Thanks. You know, I do feel like a smart psychopath. You love analyzing people and tend to keep your thoughts to yourself. You know I do, except when it comes to you, because I'm like, that dude's a turd. Well, that's what I'm here for. I'm your Clarice Starling. You are. You're (laughs) very level-headed and capable. (laughs) Yes, Hannibal Lecter. The lambs. The lambs are screaming. (laughs) All right. Moving on. Your wide range of knowledge helps you when finding your way out of tough situations. You could go far if you weren't a bit insane. You know, they're not wrong. You know, <laughs> I like that one for you. <laughs> this kind of nails me. I like that one for you. Me, I am... Chuck- <laughs> You're Chucky! Chucky the sex doll. That would be my sex doll. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chucky says, you were, you were d- done wrong in the past, mm. and you still crave revenge. <laughs> you fake your way through most relationships what? And, and are a bit of a bully. <gasps> are you faking your way through a relationship and bullying me? <laughs> yes, for this talk, I'm faking it. <laughs> you really enjoy, enjoy messing with people and making fun as a pastime. Hmm. Hmm. 
you really enjoy messing with people and making fun as a pastime. Not taking people seriously and using strong language or common habits of yours. Um, I think that's more me. A more selfish <laughs> lifestyle is what works for me. Wow. That's not you at all. It doesn't feel like me. That's not you at all. He doesn't even have brown eyes. How can he they get that? Neither does Hannibal Lecter. He has blue. Beautiful blue eyes. <laughs> you have beautiful brown eyes. Thanks. You do too. <laughs> You're just saying that. My beautiful chocolate brown eyed boy. <laughs> <laughs> so let us talk about... Um, we're 30 minutes in. So we're, mm. we're actually making pretty decent time. Let's talk about Midnight Club for a little bit. Ah, sure, sure, sure. So the show takes place in the past to get rid of cell phones. Cell phones. <laughs> As is our want. Yes. Um, and modern technology. It has great music. If you like 90s music, mm. starts off good anyway. Uh, I was saying, couples, stick to the <laughs> rink. Yeah. Because it was definitely the roller skating rink music. Oh, oh yeah. Lovers only. Yeah. <laughs> Couples only. only. <laughs> couples only. I guess they don't say lovers. No, yeah, it, was, had, it was couples dirty. only. Like, whoa, what are they doing? Couples um, only. Starts off with great music, kind of goes downhill. Yeah. Ends with flagpole sit up, which... Which is not a 90s song. Well, it's like late 90s. Definitely not mm. 94. No, definitely not. Although technically, I guess a couple of years have gone by. So maybe it is like late 90s by the time the show ends. Because you think about it, because mm. she said... Okay. Mm. Uh, what's her name? Oh my God, I already forgot her name. Alonka. Yeah. Okay, it's it's this girl named Alonka, and because she says she's ahead of everyone else in school, right? So so when she gets, okay, guys, she has the classic cough into your hand and come up with blood. Uh, she's got disease. the consumption. She's got the she's got the assumption, guys. Yeah. So she's at a party. It's right before she's about to graduate from high school, mm-hmm. but she says she skipped a couple grades. Yeah. So that means that between the consumption. And no, it was nine birthday. months. It specifically said nine months later. Oh, it did say nine it months later? It specifically okay, said so nine months later. still at best 1995. Okay. Flagpole said it wasn't no. out in 1995. No, it wasn't. No. And then think. she waits an- another year? <laughs> okay. We were Wait. taking a lot of time because Wait. the song over the credits was <laughs> anachronistic. <laughs> wow, we're that dork. Let's not be that dork. Friday the 13th <laughs> wouldn't have happened because it was the same time. Ch- this. Moving on. We gotta just move on from that. Moving move on. on. Anyway, she's at a party. She's a salad. What is it called? Not a valedictorian. Though. She's a salutatorian. Salutatorian of her school. Yeah. So she spent all of her high school not partying. That mm. that girl. I like the fact that she's a salutatorian rather than a valedictorian. I Everybody's like, oh, this is the valedictorian. How many are there? Yeah, and, and like she even has like kind of like a like it's like second best. It's, it's like second best. It's, you know. Yeah, I graduated ten. You don't but see I, me like being like all like, whoo, look at me. <laughs> so her and her friend decide to go out yeah. and kind of crash a college party. Yeah. Where she meets a guy where she talks a lot about Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which if he was actually like majoring in English, he would his, already know that. But it, it was like surface level Wikipedia stuff. Although, although to be fair, even like the New York Times doesn't realize Mary Shelley was the mother of the modern sci-fi novel. Oh yeah. Did you? So know, to be fair, I've ever told you. I'm sure I have that if you watch the classic Frankenstein movie, like the Frankenstein yeah. movie, it's credited to Mrs. Percy Shelley. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? No. We should watch it. It's hilarious. Written by Mrs. Percy. Oh my Shelley. god, the wife. <laughs> oh my god. It's great. Oh my, don't you just love it? Yeah. Oh, that we're gonna have a month next month. Oh my god, I'm Are so we, excited. We tell, I'm so excited about next month's theme, guys. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's gonna be so excited. Something like that will fit right in. Ah. <sighs> 
Okay, I I gotta say it. I gotta say it. I gotta say it. No, okay, we'll wait till the end of the episode. Okay. Oh man, I'm so excited. Okay. So excited about it. But anyway, she goes to this party and as she's talking about the surface level Wikipedia stuff that she's learned about Mary mm-hmm. Shelley, she coughs, looks in her hand, blood. The consumption. She goes to the doctor, they say she has a thyroid cancer, basically. The thyroid cancer. And it skips nine months after yeah. that, and she, the doctor basically is at one point she says, uh, when, the doctor I, has the worst bedside bed manner t- oh ever. Like, if I were to get this doctor, I'd be like, oh my god, retire. <laughs> she, she, so this is a scene. It's on her 18th birthday. Her, her, it's not her father. It's like her. It's not her stepdad. Even it's her foster dad. It's her foster dad because he was the he was dating her yeah. mother. Her yeah. mother died. So he's been taking care of her, and he's a good, he's a good He's foster. a really good man. He's a good man. Yeah. He is talking to the doctor out in the hallway. She sneaks to, like, listen, mm-hmm. and the, and that's where you would find out she's probably not, she's probably not going to make it to 19. Yeah. Definitely not going to make it to 20. Yeah. And the doctor says at one point, she's like, look, there's really nothing else I can do on my end. So I'm like, I was like, <laughs> I was very much like a, a technical support person being yeah. like, look. Look, have you tried turning it off and on again? Look, that's as far that's, as that's I go. That's as far as I go, so. <laughs> so good luck with that. <laughs> um, but she decides that. Well, it's tough to say. Yeah, well, it's harder to hear, Doc. <laughs> I like that part. Yeah, yeah. I so like I was like, too. wow, yeah, her bedside manner sucks. Terrible, terrible. So unwilling to kind of accept this news, she jumps on the nascent internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and she finds this place called Briarcliff, I want to say. No, it's Bay... Wait. Baycliff. Something Bay- like that. Hold on. It wasn't... Go I mean, back to our synopsis. It'll tell uh, you. Does it say that? Baycliff. Brightcliff. Brightcliff. You were yeah, correct. Yeah, Brightcliff. Okay. They, she finds this place called Brightcliff, mm-hmm. which is like a hospice specifically for teens, and she falls in love with it, and she's like... Well, no, she's been having dreams about it. Remember, her very first vision happened when she fainted in the bathroom after right. first seeing the blood in her hand. Right, yes. So it's been haunting her for a while. And then so she finds it when she's looking for these yeah. places, and she tells her foster father, Tim, uh, I would like to live out the rest of my life there. Yeah. So they go there, because you want to go to that haunted horror house. Yeah, of course. <laughs> As, um... <laughs> But I mean, like, so, but that's basically. It. Then she meets some kids. Mm-hmm. They find out that they sneak out at night to tell yeah. ghost stories in the library, mm-hmm. and they've all made a pact that when they die, yeah, they are supposed to come back and let them know that there is something else. That there's something else yeah. beyond the veil. Yeah, it's it's really sweet. I mean, I do like the idea of like the horror. One of the horrors I feel like in this is to be someone who is an overachiever, right? Uh, as Alana, wait, Ilanka. Ilanka is, as Ilanka is, and then just to have that all, all your hard work to be pulled out from under you. Yeah. She works so. They make they make pains to be like she worked so hard. She came mm-hmm. second in her class. Yeah. She skipped all the parties. All yeah. she did was study. She got mm-hmm. into a good Ivy League school. Yeah. And then it's like, guess what? You're gonna die. Yeah. So I I think that whether no matter what age you are, you mm-hmm. can relate to that feeling right. of like. You have to appreciate the time you have. Like yeah. you can't be so slavish to work or mm-hmm. to you know whatever. You have to take time to enjoy life. Smell the roses. Smell the roses, and that's what Doctor Stanton is basically yeah. promoting at this place. Mm-hmm. It's like don't worry so much. Don't dwell on your death. Yeah. Enjoy your life, and this place seems great. Oh, yeah. They have a little bit of something for everybody. I love the bench on the edge of the cliff. I would sit there all the time. All all the time. 
all the time. I like a lot of the dark humor in mm-hmm. it, where, like, they kind of refer to each other or introduce themselves by the disease that's killing them. Yeah. Again, it's a tough watch, because these are children, mm-hmm. but I like that it's trying to diffuse some of that well it's it's not even it's not even diffusing i think these kids this is just how they have to accept it it's sort of like detectives when they go into crime scenes yeah if they're not making fun of like weird blood splatter then it gets to them yeah you have to so so they're covering it with humor Mm -hmm. because this is a hard thing to constantly deal with day in and day out yeah so i really do appreciate the psychology that was put into the writing now in some of the other writing that i'm going to say in I was a bit okay. I was a bit worried going mm-hmm. into this because one of the things I read about this is this actually has the Guinness Book of World Records mm-hmm. for most jump scares in a TV show. I haven't gotten a jump scare. Well, there was one jump scare. <laughs> the one jump, the first jump scare is when she goes in the bathroom yeah. after the coffee, and it flashes. She looks in the mirror, and there's an old desiccated yeah. woman in the mirror, and Aaron's reaction is. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my jump scare reaction. Ooh. And a lot of them are, are not effective. Yeah. However, yeah. the show takes pains to point out the cheapness and laziness of jump scares. Of jump yeah. scares. So I don't think they're supposed to be effective. No, I don't think they're supposed to be effective. Which either. gives me so my fear when I saw that, I was like, oh, is this gonna be one of those movies I or think shows the... where you just have a jump bunch of jump scares but it's not really good? Yeah. But the guy says in the show, one of the characters is like that's lazy. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, if you throw something in someone's face, they're going to flinch. That's not a real scare. Yeah. The fact that the show knows that. Tells me that the primary thing that's horrific is facing your own mortality. Yes. That's going to be the overarching story to this entire story. Yeah. So so don't be put off by the jump scares in it. Yeah. Although none are effective. None. I mean, But again, I don't think they're supposed to be No, effective. they're not. There, it's supposed to be like, we're not going to do this cheap thing. Mm-hmm. We're getting this out right now. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah. So, so that's, this is going to be scary on a much deeper, heavier level. Yeah. Now, in terms of uh, this, as compared to Bly Manor, Haunting mm-hmm. of Hill House, Midnight Mass, this definitely has a different feel to it. Oh, for sure. It felt like a cross between, like, Lock and Key. Mm. Yeah. Um, if you've seen Lock and Key mm-hmm. on Netflix. And one of those shows. It's a little bit more adult than Lock and Key. There's yeah. definitely a lot more cussing and, mm-hmm. and stuff. Adult dealing with kids who are like 18. Yeah. Or so so that, that so it has a different vibe, but I think it's important based on the material. Agreed. You know? So it's not it's like a put-off thing. I, I, I like it. Yeah. I mean, like, the thing is, I do like the show. I do, too. I'm just not sure I want to continue watching these kids get hurt. I think it's set up enough mystery for mm-hmm. me that I want to see where it's going. Yeah. It's kind of like what we were talking about with Futurama. Like, I feel like he's earned a little bit of grace. Yeah. So I'm not willing to just say I'm not going to watch anymore because I'm afraid of the triggering subject matter. Right. Because I feel like he might go someplace with it. Now, that's a razor's edge. It could yeah. go bad, too. Yeah. And I could be very angry by watching this and be mm-hmm. like, why did I watch this very upsetting thing? Right. Like, I, I don't mind watching dramas, but I don't want things that feel manipulative. Yes. And mm-hmm. I don't like the idea of child death right. being cheapened. And again, mm-hmm. contrasting with something like Friday the 13th, yeah. where that's heightened. I think the problem is these kids feel more real to me. Yes. 
Like yeah. I said, I like all the characters. Yeah. Like uh, Anya mm-hmm. is great. Oh my god, she's the greatest bitch ever. <laughs> you know, like, like even I think her name is Claire. Yeah. Like, no, Sherry. Sherry. Yeah. Like she's like a compulsive liar. Yeah. Like even like all of them, like I kind of recognize mm-hmm. and I and I feel like are more well-rounded characters. So to watch any one of them die at this point is going to be upsetting. Yeah, it's going to hurt. You know. Yeah. Um. But I also kind of want to see where that that's going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, other things I've really enjoyed, we talked about the shadows that are definitely... I a, love the shadow play. And well, yeah, like just subtle little... Now, sometimes weird. they have the shadows actually like making into hands and coming out. And it's like, okay, that's obvious. Yeah. But other times the shadows are very uh, subtle. It'll yeah. just be like a, a soft kind of almost breeze. Yeah. That like, you, you barely see out of the corner of your well, eye. Well, it's kind of like... Um, Haunting Hill House, yeah. a little less scary. Yeah. That even if you kind of don't notice it, it, it gives you an unsettling feeling. Yeah. Like, so it's like something's not right here. Yeah. And like, even if your eye doesn't quite catch it. Mm-hmm. Like, the other thing I would point to is like the circle or arch motif. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that's definitely going somewhere. For sure. Like, because like when she first arrives at the house, you see this, you can only describe it probably as strange, mm. circular arch that's right. on the front porch and to the point that I mentioned it yeah. and you mentioned it and then you go in and you see more of that mm-hmm. but it's never commented upon mm-hmm. it's subtle enough that it's not commented upon but it's obvious enough that it's like okay this is something I right. don't know what it is yet it's Mufasa's circle of life it's Mufasa's yeah. circle of life yeah. mm-hmm. and the pentagram <laughs> under her bed right? which I have trouble believing she wouldn't know what that is. I do, too. I mean, I guess she's never studied this stuff. Maybe she was too busy. Sit- well, no, that doesn't make sense, because if she's doing a lot of romantic Victorian reading, then she's got to know something about the pentagram. I feel like an 18-year-old person mm-hmm. has at least encountered a pentagram at some point in their yeah. life. You've seen it spray-painted on like a, There's no a way or something. this girl hasn't been watching Supernatural. Well, it's 1994, so... Oh, right. Damn it. Okay, so she wasn't watching Supernatural. But she finds (laughs) in her assigned room a pentagram drawn under the bed. My only fear of this is I'm like, this is a very Sleepy Hollow idea. Yeah. Where we think it's evil, but it's really a sign of protection. Yeah, it wards off evil. Yeah. Yeah. Now, maybe... Now, the thing is, this show is based on a book series that Mm -hmm. came out in the early 90s or whatever. So it's very possible Sleepy Hollow stole it from these books. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, so... I mean, not to think that the idea of that warding off evil is... That's what a pentagram's for. Yeah, that's what they're for. So, yeah. I mean, like... <laughs> so, I mean, like... But, yeah, I just found it, like, she was like, there's strange symbols under my bed. Yeah. I'm like... Well, maybe. It's the early 90s, and there's all sorts of satanic cult fears in the 80s. Maybe she wouldn't know, really. Yeah. Because maybe she would have been kept away from that. hmm I mean, we really haven't gone back into this sort of Wiccan paganism until the late 90s, early aughts. Well, I mean, there seems to be a lot of holes in all their knowledge anyway. Because, yeah. like, when she's talking to the guy at the college party, and they're talking about romantic and Victorian literature, yeah. they are equating romantic with romance. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I know that sounds like a line. I'm like, yeah, but that's not what romantic literature no, is. No, it's really not. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, nah. Romantic and Victorian literature, literature isn't about like... We're not talking about Laurie Wilde here. Yeah, we're not talking about like <laughs> Fabio on the cover. Kind yeah, of, no. So that's not what that is. No. So, uh, so I guess, I don't know, it seems weird. Oh, there was another part that 
<laughs> the true horror of this all is when she's having her celebrating her 18th birthday in the hospital, mm-hmm. and her father. She's like, I don't know what he does for a living. He has like work clothes on all the time, so I'm sure if I look close enough, it would be be something. She's like, don't you have an install today? Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, this is more important. Your 18th yeah. birthday. She's like, I don't want you to lose another job for me. First of all, they have a very nice house. If he was having yeah. that much trouble holding down a job, I think they wouldn't be able to afford that. Two, mm-hmm. as a foster parent, I don't think they would allow her to stay with a person who cannot hold down a job. Yeah. And most probably importantly to me... How are they affording these medical bills? Well, that... It, yeah, if he's... If, if, I mean... I'm assuming his uh, health insurance is tied to his job, which yeah. is a problem in the world anyway. But she seems to be a contractor, which means you pay your own health insurance, which but, means this is outrageously expensive. But the true horror of the show is the malignant capitalism yeah. that a man can't go visit his terminally ill, ostensibly daughter... Yeah. For her 18th birthday, and he mm-hmm. might lose his job. Yeah, <laughs> like that. That yeah. was that was pretty nuts to me. But I mean, overall, I liked it. It's. I would like to see where it's going. I'm just not. It's not that I'm not. Thr- I'm. I'm not thrilled. I'm not thrilled with the subject matter. Yeah, it's, I'm not either. I mean, I think it's. I think it's a really good idea. Yeah. And and I think he's going to do it really well. Just like all of his other stuff. But uh, do I really want to watch kids suffer? Not really. Not really. I don't... Like, watching a child have to cry... Yeah. ...over their own mortality... Yeah. ...is tough. Yeah, it really is. It's tough. And it's really tough... Really, really tough sell as entertainment. Yeah, yeah. For me. Yeah, me too. Me too. So, is it well done? Yes. Yes. Are the characters good? Yes. yes. Is it something I want to revisit time mm, and time again? No. <sighs> no. I don't know. Mm-mm. I mean, like, I, I haven't written off the possibility of watching more. Right. But I'm not fully on board either. Yeah. Do you want to hear what other people had to say? About Certainly. It? Of course. It's the best part of the show. This is the way everyone... Let me guess. Bring on the racism. <laughs> you know what? There's not. And I was really? super surprised by that. Wow, okay. I was actually, I mean, like, granted, this show it dropped as we're recording this yesterday. Yeah. So there's not many reviews okay. at all. I think there was only two one-star reviews. But even going into it, uh, and I had not watched the show when I pulled these reviews, I had already figured, I'm like, oh, here comes the woke nonsense. Here right. comes all this stuff. Not there. Wow, okay. Which was surprising. Now. Okay. Has it changed even in the time we've been in here? Probably. Probably. <laughs> so uh, the uh, one out of ten star review I have is from Pabirums. Okay. It says, dreadful rubbish. Hmm. Another Flanagan horror, which is about as scary as a butterfly's fart. Three episodes have gone by with nothing but endless talking, with even more endless cheap jump scares that add nothing to the story, if there even is a story. Has Netflix... I mean, there's clearly a story here. Yeah. It's psychological, guys. It's psychological. And the <laughs> stories that they're telling each other, I don't think we've really gone into that, Yeah, are obviously what their, their Distractions. own trauma. They're, it's yeah. them manifesting their own trauma yeah. or whatever. Sometimes you have to put a little bit of effort into fiction. Yeah. <laughs> um, has Netflix ever heard of an editor? It seems Flanagan has a free reign to squeeze in as many overblown monologues as possible which do nothing but bore the viewer to tears. 
Still, he can re always rely on legions of Netflix bots to wax lyrical about his genius and award. I think bots tend to not be lyrical. No, bots are not. <laughs> They're no. specifically like <laughs> garbage. 10 out of 10 reviews left, right, and center. Oh, left, right, and center. Use some commas there, pal. This is, <laughs> this is nearly as bad as Midnight Mass, which was dreadful dirge and one of the worst things I've ever seen online. Ignore the but bots. yet you watched it all. <laughs> yeah, he watched that all. He's already watched more episodes of this than we have. Wow. Imag ignore the bots and avoid this garbage like the plague you. The plague you. Now, <laughs> here's my thing, though. Hmm. I think there is a misconception with Mike Flanagan. I think so, too. I don't think he does horror, really. Mm-mm. Not really. Like, Midnight Mass has to do with vampires, but I wouldn't necessarily call it horror. He's more yeah. interested in the psychological and yeah. the spiritual elements mm -hmm. of these things. Like, if you're watching this to be scared, necessarily, yeah. or even Midnight Mass, mm -hmm. like, you're kind of missing the point of it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's, it's all about ruminations about life and yeah. death and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So, yeah, if you're expecting a slasher in the woods... I guess this is boring for you. Yeah, exactly. Because that's not what you're here for. No, exactly. We have John Joe the Cat. Gave it a 10-10. Uh, this is quality horror. A very high quality horror TV series. Amazing writing and directing by Flanagan. Also, some great and atmospheric cinematography and music score. Mm -hmm. Now, I, we did talk about the music. I did find it a little bit relentless at the beginning. Because they played, like, it yeah. was, like, 190s hit. We actually made the joke. It's like, now yeah. that's what I call music yeah. 1994. Yeah. Like, it was, like, one after the other. Like, from, like, going upstairs to downstairs, yeah. it was a new 90s song. Yeah. That's eased out, though, a bit. Yeah. Uh, what sets it apart from most horror TV or cinema is how realistic and likable the characters are. Yeah. The writing is really good, dramatic, and it reminds me of a Greek tragedy with its timeless themes. Mm, I was going to say it takes more from, like, Christina Rossetti. That sort Goblin of feel. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's more. It's more that feel where yeah. you think it's horror, but it's not. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Or even like, um, like the yellow wallpaper, which I I think is definitely, it's scary, and mm -hmm. I guess it would be classified as horror. But if you're taking it on face value as just like a monster, right, or ghost situation, then you're kind of missing out on the deeper meaning. Agreed. It's scarier than Midnight Mass. And The Haunting of Bly Manor, which is a plus, as both shows were great, but a bit lacking in the scare department compared to The Haunting of Hill House. Again, mm. I don't think that's really the point of it. Yeah. For me, it's better than both Midnight Mass and The Haunting of Bly Manor as a whole. I love Bly Manor. I love Bly Manor, I too. I love Bly Manor. probably my favorite one. That's my I, yeah, favorite. Haunting of Hill House is probably my least favorite, to be quite honest Mine, too, it. because it was just very surface level. It was just finding ghosts. Yeah. I mean, like... It, it, I like the um, Shirley Jackson adapt. I like I like yeah. that story Shirley Jackson wrote. Mm -hmm. I like the updated version of it, but mm -hmm. maybe it's one of those stories that's been told too often. It's kind of like yeah. a Christmas Carol. Yeah, God. You know, like like one year I just realized I'm like all of these movies are just a Christmas Carol. They're just a Christmas Carol. <laughs> like this is different versions of it that I got really bored. I'm like, do you want to watch Scrooge? Do you want to watch Mickey's Christmas? You know, it's like yeah. it's a Christmas Carol. Christmas. Carol. It's like. So it's like, Muppet Christmas Carol. Maybe it's a little <laughs> bit overdone for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, A Haunting of Bly Manor was turning of the screw, but I think right. it's a little less done. Yeah. And he had a good twist. He had he had a good take on it. I think. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I thought so. The, a little bit of trivia also about this show, besides just the jump scare thing. Mike Flanagan actually wrote 
a spec script for this back when he was in college. Oh, probably wow. Probably in the early 90s. He really liked the book. Mm-hmm. And he, so he wrote a whole script of it, and he sent it into the his uh, Christopher Pike of the USS Enterprise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he sent it to him and his publisher and be like, hey, here's a script. I wanted to do a movie. He wanted to do a movie adaptation of it. And they sent him a cease and desist. And they said he had to destroy all copies of it. He did not have the rights to do this. And so he was so scared that he would get sued, he actually destroyed them all. Oh, wow. So, but it's it's cool that he finally gets to, to do it now. Yeah. So obviously this is a project that is near and dear to his heart. Right. Which, again, leads me to... I'm very torn about this show. Okay. Because I, I do feel very triggered by it. But on yeah. the other hand, I do kind of want to see where it's going. Right. So... Time will tell whether I we'll go see. forward or not. I don't know. I can't commit. If we don't watch it today or tomorrow, we're, we're probably, probably gonna, never going to watch it. We're probably never going to finish it up. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that covers it. Yeah. Good job. Wow, look. We ended on time. Oh, my God. Woo! <laughs> it just keeps ending. There this. really wasn't too much to talk about. Unfortunately, when you get good shows, yeah, there's not too much to talk about. It's not like a good show in the sense that, like, like a Star Wars show or mm-hmm. um, like Lord of the Rings is where we get there's a lot of joy in making yeah. fun because there's not much to make fun I'm of. I'm not making fun of kids am with I, cancer. Am I going to sit you here? You can fuck right off with that. Yeah, and then and then the dialogue's pretty good. Yeah. The acting's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, so there, it's like I can't really, like, there's nothing to, I, I don't want to say there's no meat on the bones because there's certainly things to talk about, mm-hmm. but there's like, it, it, it's definitely, I don't know, I think it's worth watching. And for each individual viewer to decide whether they want to continue. continue. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Is how I feel about it. I mean, I think I think it's going to be a very good, powerful story. Uh, I'm just not sure I want to... Uh, to go there. To, to try go there. to go there. Yeah. Because, like, oh, one thing we haven't really touched on is there is... There seems to be some underlying cult influence There always on. is. There always is. There is a mystery of this girl who went to this hospice center... Mm-hmm. In the 60s. Yeah. She disappeared for a week. She came back and her cancer was in remission. Yeah. And that's why Alonka chose this place Mm -hmm. because she feels like it has hope that she can beat her cancer. Mm -hmm. Because she's already said in a line she's beaten all the odds before. And here's my problem with it. Yeah. Just like from a writerly perspective. I'm not even going to say writer. Just from someone who's imbibed fiction for as long as I have in my life. The way this resolves... Is she has to accept her death. Yeah. It's it's about yeah. not trying to live. It's about accepting your death. And that's really an upsetting yes. prospect. Yes. And it's like, I, this is going to potentially make me cry. And yeah. I don't know if that's where I want to be. <laughs> well, sometimes it is where I want right. to be. But like, I don't know if that's where I want to be right now. I feel you. Like, and like, I'm not, that's not trying to be a spoiler. I could be completely wrong. Right. So maybe she beats the odds and she, she does survive. But I feel like, with this setup, when you yeah. have a character that's like, I'm going to beat the odds against yeah. death, the only way that satisfyingly resolves itself is at the end, the character has to be like, no, <laughs> death is a part of life. I have to accept that. Right. And goodbye. You know? Yeah. Like, and that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, yeah. You know what else is tough? piloting the pilots this podcast oh let's talk about what we're doing for the month of november oh uh, so that we can get out of this like the funk the, the funk this this 
gulch we've fallen into. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, so, what so, are we doing for the month of November, guys? So, guys we have guys. been watching Paramount Plus. We've been watching yeah. Lower Decks. Mm-hmm. They have commercials. Yes, they have commercials. They have commercials for their own shows. Yes, so ghost what show. I was like, we are doing this for our podcast. <laughs> and then we are doing the movie for our podcast. We are doing... The month of November will be Toxic Masculinity Month. <laughs> And we're going to be doing, we're watching the show Seal Team with, uh, what's his name, Angel from Buffy. Oh, David Boreanaz. Yeah, David Boreanaz. He's like the main character uh, or something. I didn't recognize him. Yeah, that's David Boreanaz. Yeah. I recognized a voice in it. Yeah. Uh, and I know that like Chris Pratt did some kind of Navy SEALs thing too. Oh, so, let's like, not watch that one. I can't stomach I that can't. guy. Oh my God. Have you seen his Mario? <laughs> his assless Mario. <laughs> You would think, you would think, he would go, he's like, you know, everyone's like, he's been cast as Mario, and everyone's like, no, no, not him, he's not a good Mario, he's not Italian, (laughs) there's nothing about him that screams Mario, and they're like, no, no, trust us, it's gonna be great, he's gonna do it, he's gonna bring so much to his character, and then he comes out and does his voice. It's just Chris it's Pratt's just Chris voice. Chris Pratt. Which doesn't Ruining shit. Like, ruining Dominion. That movie was a piece of shit. That was garbage. Dominion. That was Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. It was shitty. Yeah, it was shitty. It was shitty. And guys, I really like shitty action movies. Yeah. So if I'm saying your shitty action movie is shitty, it is shitty. <laughs> this part of the this part of the podcast is brought to you by the bleep function on, on audition. I'm sorry, Jurassic World Dominion is a garbage movie. It was a garbage movie. It was a garbage movie. And worse than that, it gave our son a phobia of bugs. Yeah. Oh my god. Which it shouldn't have done. No. Because there should not have been bugs in that movie. No, there should not have been bugs in that movie. So now he's terrified of guys. Butterflies. Butterflies. Because of the locusts. Because of the locusts in this dumb movie. So I hate it forever. Yeah, I hate it forever. But anyway, so I talk more about Navy. Uh, talk about toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. You know, it's it's going to be awesome. It's about time that it... men get a month of their own. <laughs> <laughs> On our supposedly woke podcast. <laughs> our overly woke podcast. We're going to, hey guys, we're mm. giving you a whole month. Of just toxic masculinity. It's going to be awesome because I could really use some right about now. Yeah. yeah. It's like kind of having like a punching bag for like a month. We're going to really get release some uh, energy, I think. It's going to be so much fun. I love I watching. I think we're going to get a full month. I love I watching really crappy spy war movies yeah. and shows like that. It's it's going to be hilarious for me. So if you want to know, then we're going to do some movie with Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, it's called what? Shartanum? What was it? We don't even ah, Shantanum? Shantarum. Shantarum. Yeah. It looks Shantara? like a Clive Cussler movie. Yes. If you know and Clive Cussler. I love Clive Cussler. That's Sahara with That's, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, I love it because <laughs> it is horrible. <laughs> and the books, guys, I've got the books. They're amazing in their horribleness. They're, 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 the one, they're the type of books that are like, ah, oh, you must be Dr. Angelica rebase or whatever and then it'd be like her her, her big double were, d's <laughs> fell out her big double d's were falling i could see the bow of her bra it's, like, it's, like, it's the kind where you could tell her nipples restraining against the shirt yeah it's glorious yeah but it's like but it's all like really like like douchey we're not being sexist but she is she's fine. a doctor <laughs> she's educated she's a doctor <laughs> but like yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love it. it. Like that kind of toxic masculinity. I'm a big fan. And that's the kind of toxic masculinity we're going for here. But I don't think we'll make a full month. But we're going to try. We're going to make a full month, babe. Oh, my God. You're going to... Hair will be falling out of your skull at the end of the month. <laughs> now, I'm in the mood for this. Yeah. I got this. You got this. I got this. So I'm if, excited. I'm so excited about if it. If you enjoy us making fun of this kind of stuff, <laughs> it, November's going to be your type of month. Yeah. So um, Or listening to me lose it over something. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm kind of looking forward to it. It's I know a lot us. of our listeners love it when I get angry. I mean, like, <laughs> technically, I think Miami Vice would probably fit within that month, too, so we could always do Miami Vice. Miami Vice would be perfect. That's toxic masculinity right there. Yeah, yeah. And I bet there's going to be tons of pole dancers, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is going to be great. Is. It's like women as objects. You know what? I don't mind pole dancers so long as there's dude pole what dancers. What about Baywatch? Is Baywatch? Like a... No, it is not. That is classic. That is classic and awesome. You do not mess with my Baywatch. If Shakespeare were alive today, he'd, he'd be, be like, yeah, Baywatch. Baywatch. <laughs> anyway, Piloting the Pilots releases each Tuesday and can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts can be found. Mm. As always, you can contact us with any questions or rebuttals on Twitter at Pilot Pilots or email us, pilotingthepilots at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. And we do love hearing from you. And we even... Mention you on podcasts yeah, I, I when you when there are some corrections. I mean, not all corrections because you can <laughs> fuck right off with that shit. Not all, but corrections. like, but, but you know, and important clarifications like today with Cam from Japan. Yeah, like we needed. Well, we actually like that's were, some important information that we could use. Yeah, that was yeah. important. That clarified yeah. something we were actually confused about. Exactly. So I appreciate that. Yeah, that I appreciate yeah. that. And we we love you, Cam from Japan. We do, but. Yeah, no, I was actually going to thank anyone who does uh, contact us with mm-hmm. stuff like that. Thank you very much. Yeah. And if you guys feel the need or, or, or want to mm-hmm. give us, like, a five-star review on, like, Apple or whatever, that always helps. Sure, it does. You know, uh, you don't have to write anything. Just give us five stars. <laughs> we just give five stars, and we're happy with I'm that. just doing this because. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been coerced by the I've been coerced. <laughs> it is a free podcast. Um, so, jeez. Oh, uh, I gotta tell people what we're doing next week. I've been so focused on toxic masculinity. Oh, you're um, excited about it, aren't you? Uh, I believe I know which one it is, but give me one. Second. I am really excited about toxic masculinity month. Well, in that case, you're gonna be excited about next month's, yeah, or next, next week's, week's episode, the Winchesters. Ah, the spinoff of Supernatural. The prequel to Supernatural. Yeah, I'm excited. That deals with their parents. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's going to be interesting because, yeah. because, I mean, we've talked about it here, but mm-hmm. I think it's been a while, so it's worth talking about. Supernatural is one of those shows mm-hmm. that when we I thought the one, first episode was garbage. Garbage, garbage. Garbage. The, the female characters were, like, horrible. horrible. Mm-hmm. It was not funny. Mm-hmm. Dean was way too aggressively, yeah. like, douchey. douchey. Mm-hmm. It, it just was not something we were into. And... Then we watched the second episode. It kind of felt the same way. Yeah. And we're like, we're going to give one more episode. Well, no, here's the thing. We wouldn't have even given it the second one, but we had, at the time, Netflix had DVDs. Exactly. And so this was 5,000 years ago. We are old. Uh, We are old. (laughs) And, um... And so I was like, no, I'm not wasting my money on this DVD. We are watching all of it. Well, yeah, the, the idea was like, we're going to finish what we have on the disc. Yeah. There's three episodes on the disc. Yeah. So we're like, we'll just watch these three then, even mm-hmm. though we hate it. And the third episode, I even remember to this day. Wendigos. No, the third episode wasn't Wendigos. Yes, it is. Third episode was them on an airplane. 
and Dean was afraid of flying, and there was like something. Oh, and he started screaming, and I thought it was, it was hilarious. The thing. Like that yeah. was the moment mm-hmm. supernatural changed over. Well, when was the Wendigo? Is that episode two? I know it's like right up there. Um, I don't remember when it is, but it's, it's I think in first season for sure. Yeah, I know it's like one of the first few episodes. But yeah, so but but the, that was the moment that. Him screaming mm, yeah. was the moment where you saw... He was endearing to me, and then I continued watching. It was the moment I feel like... I, we've talked about this before. Um, particularly, this ends up being a problem, and I'm not blaming the actresses. I'm talking about yeah. like the filmmakers. Where you have people who are supposed to fit a certain archetype, yeah, and they're not allowed to leave that. And I, I always like it when you see, quote-unquote, like traditionally pretty people right being stupid yeah allowing them because usually they're so put together and they're not allowed they're just like a statue right and like i feel like he was kind of that he was Mm -hmm. like this good looking stoic douchebag stoic guy who toxic masculinity toxic masculinity who likes to talk about just sleeping with women yeah classic rock and pie yeah classic yeah classic rock music with his douchey car like a douchey muscle car Mm -hmm. and then there was this moment where he was screaming yeah and it was hilarious to see that facade fall Mm -hmm. and then from that point forward they allowed him to do that more often yeah and so he became funny and endearing yes because it cracked that mm-hmm. shell and, I, and it made him a more round, well-rounded character. Yeah. And that's where we kind of were like, okay. Exactly. Now granted, we stopped watching after season five, which was the natural conclusion yeah. of that show. Yeah. It went on. It, it shouldn't have I think gone it went on, on for like eight more years. Yeah, uh, it should not have. <laughs> if you see the season finale of episode five, you'll know why that's why where we it should stopped. End. That's why yeah. it should end. Yeah. And that's when the original showrunner left the show. Yeah. For him, that was the natural conclusion yeah. of the show. But yeah, so I thought it'd be fun. So it's on the CW. <laughs> I think we can watch it. Because okay. we watched Swamp Thing on the CW. Oh, did we? Okay. So I think we'll be able to watch it. Okay. Because we don't have cable, guys. And we don't... <laughs> I don't know that CW has like a streaming... It's not a streaming service. You just have an app. Is it on like Hulu or something? Uh, I think we can watch it. If we okay. can't... Well, obviously we'll have to do something else. But yeah. Skip to toxic masculinity, man. Uh, it's going to be exciting. Friday the 13th, part two. Uh, no. The thing. <laughs> anyway, so we'll see you all next week. Have a, have a boo-tastic week. <laughs> You're a dork. <laughs> and we love you. Love you, bye. Bye.